Hi there, it's Dave. Quick thing before we get going. Just thought I would once again shout everybody out just to say we are recording our upcoming third anniversary episode this week or possibly next week. And we are still looking for your questions. Have you got any burning questions that need to be answered by either myself or Matt? Are you just curious about how we do things here over the Anyone for Seconds podcast? Please, please, please get in contact with us. You can leave tweets over on Twitter as at anyone podcast. You can go on Facebook and leave them there. If you don't want to do that in such a public forum, you can send us an email. It's anyone for seconds at gmail.com. Leave us questions and such, and we will answer them on the third anniversary episode of the Anyone for Seconds podcast. Good Lord. We're entering year four of this absolute mess. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, if you can't tell, I'm a little bit ill. However, you should definitely spot the moment in the upcoming episode where it swaps from me being fine to me being ill. You, It's seamless. You will never tell. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the latest episode. Hello, greetings and salutations. Welcome to the podcast that looks back at albums, movies and video games to ask anyone for seconds. I'm your host, Dave. I suppose with these dark nights we need something to keep us warm like a fire. I think an action film is perhaps probably the best way to do this. I feel like Matt's going to be proud of me. <laughs> In fact, I don't even know if he's actually seen this, let alone heard of this. Anyway... This week, we are looking at 2003's A Man Apart. Where are you? I'm still down here. I'll be home tomorrow or the next day. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. I didn't want my baby to wait up for me. Okay, I won't. Sweetie? Mm -hmm. What are you wearing? We didn't look like cops. We didn't act like cops. Hey, punk, don't move or I'll blast ya. We had an edge that came from growing up on the streets. We're not wired. And how many cops say they're not wired? That's why we were the most successful anti-narcotics crew in law enforcement. It's a billion-dollar business. Everyone wants control of the corridor. We can do this. We can shut them down before they become the next dominant cartel. That's very important to me. In every man's life, there are moments that live forever. Who was it? You. And lines that should never be crossed. You coming to my house? You coming to my house? <laughs> she was a wonderful woman. This is all I have left. We ain't no gangbangs no more, Sean. I'm doing my job. Everything you do is messy. And I'm not about to risk my family. Once you turn your back on me, I got no one. What would you do if she died? Took his badge. There's a difference between protecting each other and crossing the line. Don't watch me now. Problem here? 
a lot of fun wasn't it one vincent diesel doing his mumble grumble thing not a lot of talking about family though which i find to be a bit jarring but alas we shall try and learn a little bit about this in a context dump oh no um well this is another film with literally nothing about it online this is somewhat problematic for me as far as i can tell this is a 2003 action film starring vin diesel it was directed by F. Gary Gray, which is a tongue twister. I dare you. Go on. Say that three times fast. I'll, I'll wait. Oh, you did it. Oh, bloody show off. This was his first time working with Vincent Petrel because he would go on to work with him in the Fast and Furious 8 or Fate of the Furious, which I think is a far cooler name. Anyway, other notable works from F. Gary Gray includes... 1998's The Negotiator starring Samuel L. Jackson, 2003's The Italian Job remake, and he would later go on to direct 2009's Gerard Butler starring Law Abiding Citizen, 2015's Straight Out Compton, and 2019's Men in Black International. At least we've established that he can handle action. Maybe not Men in Black International, but we're gonna, like, skip past that. Further research has told me that the film's makers landed into hot water with video game company Blizzard, who decided to sue New Line Cinema over the name of the film. Wait, I thought the name of the film was A Man Apart. Well, it is now. In production, however, the film was going by the name Diablo, which may slightly bear a small resemblance to the Blizzard game franchise called Diablo. Suffice to say that New Line Cinema soon reneged on the name and settled on a man apart instead. Eh, probably for the best, really. Can you tell I'm really trying to drag this out? I really hope it's not obvious, but, you know, this is fine. Supposedly, after poor test screenings, the director of 15 Minutes, John Hertzfeld, was brought in to overhaul the film by New Line Cinema. It's said that the ending was bolstered by some brand new reshot scenes. Dialogue-heavy scenes were to be cut and shortened to help with the film's pacing. A Man Apart was released on the 4th of April 2003 to around 2,459 cinemas in the USA. It managed to earn $11.2 million in its opening weekend, to then go on to earn just over $44 million worldwide. Comparing this against its supposed budget of $36 million, this was a clear box office bomb. The film was negatively received upon its release and has a pain-inducing score of 11% on review website Rotten Tomatoes and a score of 36 on review aggregator website Metacritic. Megan Lehman from the New York Post gave the film a score of 38, stating, Violent and unoriginal actioner. Robert Kohler from Variety gave the film 70 and stays... Diesel makes a violent bid to align himself with the Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson, Steve McQueen tradition, but he lacks the charisma, emotional strength and humour to do so. And finally, Liam Lacey of The Globe and Mail gave the film a 50, stating a paint-by-numbers vigilante movie with the usual rogue cop, murdered wife and trail of vengeance. Now, 
I think with all this in mind, and given that we don't really know a lot else about this film, we're probably just better off just plain asking anyone for seconds as we jump now into our watch-along. Right, let's let's get into this movie. So... There we go. Lovely, there we go. Just adjusting the microphone there. Now... Oh, funky music. Anyway. <laughs> now, I don't have a lot of love for Vin Diesel. I think probably the only really things I've really liked him in are the f- is like Pitch Black, because that's not a film where he's the headline role. And it's a horror, obviously. Well, sci-fi horror, whatever you want to call it. I really liked him in The Iron Giant, mainly because that's a voice role and you can't really... I don't know, he's really, really good in that. And a lot of people tend to forget, but he's also in Saving Private Ryan. And and he is really, really good in that. Again, I think it's roles where he's not front and centre. I think I tend to enjoy it. I don't know if it's because he hasn't got more of the pressure on him or whatever, but he seems to like actually want to act <laughs> it's definitely one way of putting it um not really big into the fast and furious films as you've probably heard on one of the uh late to the parties where i reviewed fast and furious uh whatever number it was i don't know i don't know what the latest one was might have been nine yeah i think it's number nine but yeah don't don't really like those don't really have a lot of other experience with him Aside from those films where he's very gruff and family, but this could be quite good given the caliber of F. Gary Gray behind it, and it. We'll um, we'll see what happens with this one. I think I think it's a bit of a case of a weird anomaly because I went looking for it on Blu-ray and I've never found this on Blu-ray, so I don't know if it's ever been released on Blu-ray. I dare say people will be shouting at me now. Like big Vin Vin head Vincent petrol heads, but we'll 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 see where we're going with this. So had this one on the back burner for a little while. Fifty p out of CEX. Thank you very much, <laughs> um, CEX for all your great um, content needs for podcasts for terrible terrible films, or surprisingly good films as the case may be in this case. But we'll um. We'll 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 see about this one because I really don't know how it's going to go. I like to think Matt has probably seen this, and I dare say he will give me some feedback, or maybe he hasn't. I don't know. We'll probably get into it at some point, but um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. So we're already jumping all over LA at the moment. He's already very very grumbly, going. Ugh. I don't think he'll talk about family though. If he does, I'm I'm probably going to shit a brick. Well, we'll we'll see, we'll we'll see. The important thing is is I've got my coffee, <laughs> and that's all that matters to me right now. Thinking about it, I don't think I've ever actually played Diablo. Just as a weird and random sort of a side thought, because obviously this film was for a little while in production called uh, Diablo. I don't think I've ever even played that, so. Probably be paying attention to this. 
So we've just had very, very generic Vincent Diesel charging in to the um, drug cartel's house and uh, taking him down and all that. It was very, um, nothing special. It was very, very formulaic and the editing seemed a little bit off in places because a lot of it was kind of long free-flying, which can work for some action stuff. But if if you've got an action film, you'd want like more frenetic pacing, not necessarily to the extent of like the Bourne films, where it's like click, 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 you know, one shot every second or whatever. But I just didn't feel like it was like had any urgency to it. But um, that's just me personally. I mean, other people might like that though, but not 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 for me necessarily. Mind you, I think probably the greatest, longest sort of one take sequence is either the old boy action scene in the corridor. You'll know the one I mean. It's been it's been lovingly ripped off by everybody, or possibly even stuff like Children of Men with those chase scenes and stuff in that film. That's all one continuous long take for like 30 minutes at a time or what have you, and that's absolutely brilliant. But we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Like I say, so far it just feels so very kind of bland and kind of formulaic, like I said. Uh, there's nothing really special so far, but we'll, we'll see. Most valuable person in this film so far isn't even a person, it's the cat. <laughs> the cat has got me more interested in this than I would have thought. <laughs> so he picked up the cat when he got home and he kissed the cat. You've just had a cat chasing a, uh, a champagne cork because they're having a, a party for... Um, party for his big drugs bust and yeah... I, the cat has a good future in film. <laughs> so I'm assuming with the way this is going to go, either this new drug cartel by the name of Diablo... Oh, look, it's the cat again. Look at that tail on the cat. Anyway... Probably the way this is going to go is that either this Diablo gang who've taken over from the former ones... Oh, would you look at that? I was just literally about to say what was going to happen. They're going to put a hit out on Vincent Petrol and kill him, or try and kill him and his wife. Or it will be the former ones who he's just put in jail put the hit out on him and his, his wife somehow because connections. But, uh... It's literally happening on screen right now. I, yeah, it wasn't any, again, it just doesn't, doesn't feel like anything special is kind of happening. Do, do you know what the thing is, right? Is that I wonder if Vin Diesel, I wonder if Vin Diesel has ever been in another film where he's actually been like a serious dramatic actor, or whether he would actually be able to do that or not. Because there are flex there are moments where you can see generally he's actually trying to act. Albeit very clunkily, but 
I don't know. I don't know. Should we should we consult the old uh, the the internet, Matron? I think we probably should. Let's have a quick look. Because I'm willing to bet that the majority of stuff that he's been in is just all action. Uh, I don't think he's ever been in anything sort of like majorly dramatic, except for maybe The Iron Giant. And maybe, like I say, these films where he's not... Uh... Where he's not big, like, you know, the big role. Oh no, he was in he was in the boiler room directed by Ben Younger with uh, Ben Affleck. It just seems like everything ever seen. Oh, and he was in played a dramatic role in Finally Guilty, co written and directed by Sidney Lumet. About the longest tri mafia trial in American history. But it looks like just the majority of everything since then has just been Action, 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 action. You know, and that, yeah. I, I don't really know how I feel about it, to be honest. Because it's ironic, because I was talking today with somebody. Uh, we were talking about the new, uh, from the producers of John Wick and stuff, uh, that Nobody film. I haven't watched it yet, but they've got Bob Odenkirk playing this like action role and I think that's a bit of a, a a bit of a strange role for him but I'm I'm sure he could easily pull it off you know because you who who'd have thought that Liam Neeson would have been able to do it in a taken and look where that got him you know considering that Bob Odenkirk was like the uh, he was like comedy stand up guy you know, and obviously recent years he's uh, Saul in a Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Saul Goodman. Couldn't think of the, couldn't think of the character's name, but there we go. Anyway, let, let's get back into this film because I'm just sort of like waffling. He's got a beard. He's got a beard. He's been in hospital. He's got a beard. Why has no one shaved him? I mean... It's really nothing special so far. It's very much by the books. It's your standard... Uh, cop-out, on-revenge kind of deal. Man hell bent on revenge because someone's put a hit out on him and his wife, and his wife's died while he was in the hospital. New gangs taken out. It's it. So there was a bit not long ago where they confronted this guy who was hiding in an attic while this new gang was taken over and kind of brutally murdering him, like brutalizing all of his sort of like cronies in the house it was really cool there was like a guy who got like a tongue through ripped his tongue out and it was through the neck and there was another guy who got like diablo carved into his back and that was quite cool that was really grisly but for the most part it's very by the book it's very forgettable basic 
drivel. <laughs> well, if you like action films and stuff, I think, well, there's not been enough action so far. There's been the big shootout at the start, there's been a shootout at the house, and even then it was kind of so short, you know? I think there is, ugh, excuse me, I think there is maybe a good idea in here. But possibly, I think, with the reshoots and stuff, I feel like it's been kind of uh, tainted a little bit. But, again, we're not far into the film. We're only maybe... Oh, God, we're, we're, we're 50 minutes into the film, and I'm, and it's very much by the books, by the numbers, nothing special. And, but... The, there you go. Oh, now, now a truck's been set on fire on the inside of the car, and it's just been blown up. Which I'm assuming is the former crime lord's family. It's just not doing anything for me. You know, it's just not... Everybody is fine acting. The direction is fine. The script is it's a bit wonky in places. But it's just all a bit meh, you know? Why do they keep letting Vin Diesel in to see the former mob boss? He's arrested and been put behind bars. Why do they keep letting in an it Boobies! Why do they keep letting an innocent man, a uh, drug enforcement agent, who's clearly losing the plot, in to see this cartel leader who's behind bars? Oh, is that a perk of being part of the DEA? I don't know. Ugh. Why the fuck didn't they do that in the first place? They're only now telling Vincent Diesel that you need time to grieve, take six months and have a psych evaluation before you come back. That He's now only just handing his badge in. Surely him playing Russian roulette with the drug dealer who was the guy in the attic... And then punching people in the face, like Holly, this Hollywood Jack guy who's supposedly affiliated with the, the Diablo fucking cartel. Why had nobody taken him off the case before? <laughs> That's stupid. I don't know. It's just sort of... Damage control after the damage has already happened. Why are they still letting him in the prison? If he's handed his badge in. Just... Ugh, just like... There's a lot of dumb things in this film that like I can overlook some of it because it's got a little bit of a... Like, style... It's not even stylistic. It's it's very, as I've said before, it's very, very pedestrian and it's very by the numbers and this is going to happen and this is going to happen, right? And it's just small things like that that really kind of like drag you out of it. And it's very hard to overlook that. Like, with the whole, he's got like the beard because like he's like a darker edgier character now because he's grown up while he's in the coma and he's kept it and you have to assume like 
when he comes back and he's going to be like the white knight and he's going to save everybody he's he's going to have that all shaved off because he's going to be his normal self and yada 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 all that basic sort of crap but i'm just like it's the small things that are adding up and it is annoying me like more than it should and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get past it. We're now an hour ten into this. It's an hour 54 film. No, hour 45, sorry. Not including credits, I'm hoping. But I'm very unimpressed. I'm impressed by Diesel's kind of in the face. He's like so emotionless. He's almost like a fucking robot in places. But just kind of the rest of it is just... Uh, yeah, just... Ugh. I think I'm bored. I think I am. I don't honestly know. I mean, I'm checking the timestamp again. Hour 24 into this hour 45 milm. Milm? Film. It's just not. It's just nothing really special. The the firefights, the action's just a bit lacking. The 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 action, the the acting, it's fine. The writing's a bit clunky again, as I said earlier. It's just all a bit meh. It's very forgettable. I get the feeling I'm probably gonna like try and think about this film probably later on this evening after watching it and I'm not going to remember a bloody thing about it because it's just so forgettable I couldn't tell you what happened at the start of the film actually to be fair because it's just so like plain like I say there was that one bit in, in the house with all the gore and stuff and that only stuck out to me because of all the gore and that was generally a really really cool use of practical effects and such but the rest of it's just a bit i'm just not feeling it you know it's just a bit it's... do you know what if i paid full price for this dvd i think i'd be annoyed but because it was like 50p <laughs> whatever it was i spent on it that day it, it yeah just like I can see it being like a bit of a cult curio because because it's Vin Diesel and obviously Vin Diesel has his army of fans but just it's not doing it for me I'm afraid it's just I mean it might pick up in the last 20 minutes or so but I, I doubt it highly I'm going to be honest Well, that's that's a film that exists. I've just spent an hour, f and I'm, what I'll tell you how long, one hour forty minutes watching. Um, my immediate impressions are not good, as you can tell from earlier on in this commentary. Um, I think what we'll do is I'll listen to the rest of this lovely chill music 
and I, uh, we'll meet back again in a couple of minutes and we'll uh, well a couple of moments I should say with the power of editing and we'll uh, kind of dissect it really so I'll see you in a few Man Apart is a frustrating film it's frustrating because it has moments and glimmers of something actually good in there first though let's take a look at the positives the cast don't actually do a bad job considering the material they've been given. They act. I mean, it's fine. No one really stands out. Well, maybe the cat, actually. But that's my cat bias coming through, being a cat owner. The direction, again, it's fine. There's nothing too flashy or showy, but I feel like someone with maybe a bit more flair could have really made this film stand out. From the absolute gluttony of Cop Goes Rogue stories... In places, the lighting was so dark I could barely see anything. I did wonder if it was perhaps my TV, but no. It was already set up in case of this scenario. The score and music, again, it's it's fine. It's largely forgettable, in fact. I couldn't even tell you a memorable theme or motif that was played. Even the action was fine. They shot guns. They shot shotguns. It was fine. Overall, it was just fine. Let's get into the nitty gritty now and really pull this thing apart. Like the man in the title, perhaps. This film is largely mediocre and it's just meh. Nothing stands out. Absolutely nothing. Again, probably the cat, but that's on screen for like less than three minutes. The only real moment that stands out is the moment with the drug runner hiding in the attic. There was a real tension and sense of fear in that scene with some real direction, so I gotta hand it to F. Gary Gray. Vincent Diesel does his best overall with the material given again and there are moments of him actually trying but the material here is so thin it just doesn't give him enough to do aside from snarl and do a shoot. Let's talk about those action scenes while we're talking about doing a shoot. They're largely uninspired. There's no real flair or creativity when it comes to these sections. For an action film they're not long enough or exciting enough to get the adrenaline going. This could be partly due to the rather lacklustre editing, because it doesn't really feel like there's any real sort of energy or flow to them. There's not one scene where I thought, wow, what a great sequence. It was all rather, well, boring to be honest. I never thought I'd be bored watching an action film, but here we are. The script is clunky and in places just plain doesn't make sense. There's plot holes galore that really distract from the overall film. Perhaps this was due in part to the reshoots that happened, but having not seen the original cut, and that it's probably lost in the vaults of New Line Cinema, it really doesn't give me a lot of insight. Scenes that needed more expansion were cut short, others just weren't plain needed. It's all very cookie-cutter and cliche-ridden nonsense. Overall, this is a largely forgettable action vehicle for Mr. Vincent Petrol. It doesn't do enough to really be an action film, or be tense enough to be a thriller. It's kind of in the middle, it kind of doesn't really know what it is. I'd probably agree with the meta score on this one, uh, not necessarily the Rotten Tomato scores, because there are glimpses of something good here. It's just not executed well. While Vin Diesel fans may get something from it, yeah, casual punter isn't. I may have questionable tastes for a lot of films, but this was just... It was just really plain and vanilla. There was no real excitement, nothing to suck me into the story. I feel like I've pretty much seen it all before, and more than likely done better elsewhere. Which is a shame because there are moments of greatness here, if the whole film had aspired to. Which, honestly, could have been a sight to be beheld. Thanks so much for listening. Do you agree, disagree? Have you even heard of this film? 
get in contact with us. We're over on Twitter as at anyone podcast. We're on Facebook as well. Just search for us and you will find us. Longer rants, rambles, considerations can be sent via email to anyoneforseconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave us a like, rating, and review on your podcast platform of choice as it helps us grow the podcast and we can infect more ears. We do the occasional Twitch stream as well. That's over on Twitch as twitch.tv forward slash anyone podcast. I think given earlier the trailer we listened to had Puddle of Mud in it, I think we should probably have some Puddle of Mud. But it's not going to be blurry like they used in the trailer. I think now is a good time as any. Just in case you haven't heard it. <laughs> um, we're going to leave people today with Puddle of Mud covering Nirvana. And oh, oh, it's so, so good. You, you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it, but you, you're just not ready for it. <laughs> anyway, thanks again. Stay safe. You got us. And we'll see you next week for the third anniversary episodes of the Seconds. I can't